we've got to live like people who are waiting for their master. Um, and he's got to find us doing the right thing when he shows up. Hallelujah. Revelations chapter 2. It says, Now unto the angel of the church in Tyatira write, These things saith the Son of God, who had his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet like fine brass. I know thy works, and charity, and service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. I want to say this. In the body of Christ today, people like to say that whenever you ask people to adjust their ways of doing things, they say you are preaching the law. You're preaching performance. All right? Um, but is that thinking scriptural? To adjust your way of doing things isn't to throw the law at you. Amen? Provided it is something you can do. Praise the Lord Jesus. All right. So Jesus in talking, in speaking to the church through uh, uh, the apostle John and speaking about the end times, was looking at the seven churches. And the church at Tertera kind of stupefies what's happening in the, ch the church right now, the body of Christ, especially in America. So it says here, I know thy works. You have good works. You have good soup kitchens, benevolence. You sponsor the gospel. You do a lot of things. Hallelujah. All right. You tithe. You do all the things. And service. We like to serve one another. We like to serve in the community. We like, you know, to help people. You, 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 when you call for help in America and it's serious, you see people. Hallelujah. And faith. And thy patience and thy works, and last be more than the first. Now, the word works here, you know, the Bible, the New Testament portion of the Bible was originally written in Greek. Because the, the, the Greek civilization was the civilization at the time that these incidents took place. So it was written in Greek. Just like if things happen today, all right, in most of the West, it'd probably be written in English. So, if it was written in English, you need to go find out what was it like when it was written. Especially when you see words that uh, in our day has men have a, you know, a tendency to, because it will sound ambiguous, people can read meanings into it that were not there intended by the author of that particular passage. The Bible says that we should rightly divide the word of truth. Amen? So, I looked up this word works, and it's a Greek word, egon, and it is E-R-G-O-N. It's egon, and it means performance. Works, your deeds, your actions. Fruit is your action. Amen? Now, before God began to instruct the church to live a certain way, he did something about us on the inside. Now, when you're not aware, you think you're still the same person. You get what I'm saying? 
when we come to Christ and we say the sinner's prayer and Jesus comes into our hearts, he makes us what the Bible calls new, cre new creatures, new creation. We become new creatures in Christ Jesus. This new creature is a species of being that had never existed before Jesus rose from the dead. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new and all things are of God. So he says, I know thy works. So the good works of a believer is coming from his spirit. The fear of God that we have is coming from our spirits because we know that people are going to hell. If they reject Jesus Christ, the destination for that person when they leave this world is hell. Now that we're new creatures, God wants us to live for him, do his works, do things according to his will. Not the will of our friends. Now something was happening then as we sometimes see today. Verse 20. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee. Against who? The perfect church. This church had good works. They had charity, which means the love of God was there. Oh, that church, there's love. There was love. And service. If you're pregnant, they'll come to your home, they clean it for you and stuff like that. They help you out. They were doing everything. They had faith to move mountains. And they were patient with people. And they even getting better at showing the love of God and doing all the stuff. He said, notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee. Because thou sufferest that woman, Jezebel, which called herself a prophetess to teach What's she doing? She's teaching. And to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. Things sacrificed to idols. Why? They snare you. Spiritually, they snare you. Because God is a jealous God. He doesn't want you to have any idols in your life. And we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. I read from verse 14. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to wise men. Judge ye what I say. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The fellowship of the blood of Christ. This word communion is a Greek word koinonia, and it means fellowship, partnership, participation. Among other things, praise God. The bread that we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we be many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. Behold Israel after the flesh, are not they which eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar? What's he saying? He said, when you come to, a, when, the, when the Jews offer sacrifice at the altar and they take things from there and eat it, they're having fellowship. They're partakers with the altar of God. Amen? 
What say I then? That the idol is anything or that which is sacrifice, suffer, that which is offered in sacrifice to idols, anything. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. We cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? When you do that, when you flirt with devils by taking things that were offered to them, you make, you provoke God to jealousy. How many of the men like, like their, their wives to, to, or their fiances or whatever, to, 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 to flirt around with some other, some other guy? That's what you're doing spiritually when you're taking, when you're eating things that were offered to idols, to other gods. Those it doesn't mean anything, you know, and all of that. And when you go to Africa for any reason, or to India and any of these places, don't bring their idols here. You're in this church, and you have a statue of Buddha in your home, throw it out. See, it cost me a lot of money. Doesn't matter. Throw it out. Burn it. Don't say, oh, it looks nice and all of that. If you were in witchcraft, witchcon, and you had any of their stuff, burn it right now. Don't keep it. When you get home today, get rid of it. Because God can stay in that same place, space with that devil. God does not overlook sin. He deals with it. Amen? Thank you, Lord Jesus. So we've dealt with the idols and the fornication. If you're, not, if you're living with someone you're not married to, get married. All right? Uh-huh. It's not a good thing in the sight of God not to be married, to be shacking up. No. Shacking up is a sin in the sight of God. Hallelujah. You say you're throwing the sin bomb at us. Yes. He says, I'll cast her into a bed and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. The beauty about God is that he's merciful. He loves us. So when we repent, he will forgive us. He's always willing to forgive us. Amen. But if we rebel, then there's trouble. Now, in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19, it says, If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But if ye refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. If you rebel against God, do you know why the sword comes? Let, let me explain it. The Bible says, He that breaks the hedge, the serpent will bite him. You know what is happening? God has a, def- a defense area for you that he tells the devil, you dare not touch my kid. That's my kid. Just like Americans are well protected here, but like that excited young man who went to South Korea and crossed into North Korea. That's what he means here when you rebel. You turned away from, from the freedoms of this country, 
you wanted some adventure and you adventured into, into the den of lions. So God says, when, you do, when you're willing and you obey me, you will eat the good of the land. Don't do it your way. Do it God's way. Hallelujah. God has his ways. And so he has gotten us born again because he knew we couldn't do it by our own abilities. So he gave us divine ability that is called grace. He gave us grace. That grace is an empowerment so that we might be able, we might be in a position to do what he says to us. He says, and I will kill her children with that, verse 23. And all the churches shall know that I'm he which searcheth the hearts and the reins. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. According to your works. This works here is also Egon. Your performance. Your ability to allow God to express himself through you. Don't let wickedness express itself through you. Because you belong to God. When, when friends, when people gather together and say, look, let's go, let's go and lie to somebody and, you know, twist some things so, you know, he, you know he's, he's so stupid, he's going to buy us food. Once we tell him, you know, then you go with them. No, as simple as that is, as little as it is, as insignificant as it is, don't do it. You belong to God. He said, they, they were children that would not lie. Therefore, I became their God. There are things that should not be found with a believer. Because your royalty. The Bible says that we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You can, you can, no, you, you, you're not the kind of, you know, getting into gangs, becoming a violent person, doing all kinds of things, and, and be angry all the time. No. That's not for the believer. You're a new creature now. What should you do? Take authority over the devil. You have power, authority over the devil. Say, Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. You cannot give me anger. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Now, don't do it before unbelievers, lest they carry you away in a, you know, in a wagon. You know, don't, don't do that. Because they think, what's he saying? What's she doing? No, go to your room somewhere. Shut the door. Say, devil, in the name of Jesus, get out of my house. Every believer has that right. Every believer God says to us that we should put on the new man. There's an old man. There's an old, there was an old way that we did things. When somebody insulted us, we insulted the person back. If they cursed us, we cursed the person out. You see people coming up with design. If somebody curses your, your sister, they will curse their mom and their dad and their cats and dogs. To show how tough they are. If somebody slaps you, you give the person two slaps. So you don't try with me. Nobody messes with me. When you come to Christ, all that street life needs to go. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. He said, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that he henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, 
being alienated from the life of God, which means that the things that they're doing is not the life of God. It does not promote eternal life. It does not even promote the life that you received. The things Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 10, he says that the thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He said, but I am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. To have this abundant life is what he's talking about here. They're separated, alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. That's why when you're telling an unbeliever, you say, no, don't talk like that. That's not the way. So get out of my sight. Why? They're blind. They can't see it. You know, sometimes, you know, I, I, you, you know especially young people, when they're in prison, they're already in prison. They still be fighting with the, with the guards and all of that. And somebody, you know, sometimes when I watch all those prison things, you know, I say, no, don't do that, don't do that, don't, don't, don't do that. He can't hear me. <laughs> and the next thing, you, they clobber him down, you know. Everything they use on him, and then they push him in. Then, you know, he goes inside and he's still feeling tough until they beat that toughness out of him. Was it worth it? No. The wise will not do that. Who being past feeling have given themselves up to lasciviousness to walk on uncleanliness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. Jesus is not like that. The woman Jezebel was trying to tell them that those things were acceptable. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. That he put off concerning the former conversation. This word conversation also means lifestyle. The old man, the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Change your way of thinking. How do you achieve that? By the word of God. By you reading the word of God. Read the scriptures. Don't say it's not macho to read the scriptures. Go, when you get home, go to a corner. Read, read the scriptures. Just read, enjoy the stories. And if, if you love to read stories and all of that, go to King Samuel. You read, you, you begin to read and then you start asking questions. Why are you doing it like this? What, what is this? Then God would start telling you. But like we say here, read the whole of the New Testament first. Then you go read the old in the context of the new. Amen? He said, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That you put on, put on the new man. They say, oh, you're not being real. You're just putting it on. He said, put it on. Instead of being that loud, crazy person you used to be, you're now more quiet, calm. You know, no, no, no. You know, you know, you know what it is like. You, you might be the crazy person doing all kinds of things. They now make you a secretary of defense. Do you still keep acting the same old crazy way? You know, when you when you're when you're going around, you know, you're just drinking anything you see, and you're walking around doing anything you see. When you when you go out there, you, you open your buttons and here. No, do you still keep acting that way? What do you do? You put on something. Now, some of the street guys you used to run with will say, because they made you secretary now, you, you, you're no longer running with us. Yeah. 
But those of them who understand, when they come around you, they behave themselves. And those ones who behave themselves, they go with you. But those who don't behave themselves can't go with you. They can't go to the new place. You got to leave them alone. Do you get what I'm saying? There was a young, the young boy, he was living in, in somewhere in Chicago, and it was gangland. And he wanted to go to college. So I think he had a friend who was advising him and said, look, you need to come out from among them. You need to go somewhere. He left Chicago. He left Illinois. He left the whole state. He went somewhere. I think he came to, to somewhere in the east here. And, and his life changed. He was once in the gangs. But when he came out of that lifestyle and he wanted something different, he had to change his friends. Don't say, oh, he's no longer running with us. He's a holy roller now. Yeah. I'm holy and I'm rolling with Jesus. Put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. When you continue to do the will of God, your joy will increase. Your peace will increase. Amen. You will prosper in God.